Okay, starting episode 21, reviewing sex tapes and cucumber time. I have a special guest here, very, very special guest. I was on his podcast last week from the Screaming Chewy show. Uh, my dear friend Chewy. How are you doing, Chewy? What's up? Doing good. What's happening, Jessica? I, uh, my I, bad. Uh, <laughs> Jess, Jess, I'm sorry. It's all good. My name is Jessica. <laughs> I know I used to be really secretive about my identity, but it's like there's 8 billion people in the world and I'm... You know, yeah, it, it's okay. No one knows how to spell my name, so my, I forget. It's hard. <laughs> well, do you have a stage name? Because um, your name's Chewy, yeah. but is that your name on your birth yeah. certificate? No, it's Jesus. Well, it's yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it. But well, white people don't believe me. <laughs> they're like, I'm Jesus, and they're like, No, it's Jesus. You're like, No, it's Jesus. <laughs> But um, thank you for having me back on. I'm excited. Yeah. It's always a good time with you. Yeah, I'm super excited. I have so many things to talk about. So much fun things to review. And I mean, this episode was a pretty good episode. Um, the title says it all. Six tapes of cucumber. So we're making salads time. with cucumber? I'm just kidding. Some kind of salad. <laughs> Some kind of salad's going to be concocted in this episode. <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, okay, so Sophia... At the beginning of this episode, she talked about she had a tampon stuck inside of her. And she was at the gynecologist, and she found out that she had a tampon stuck inside of her because the gynecologist found it. Oh, I my mean, God. I know. I, I don't know. I don't... I know that can happen. I've never experienced that personally, but... She didn't know it was in there, though? I guess. That's what... Yeah. How do you forget? I don't know. I don't know. It happens. I've never done that before. It could before. be deadly. Yes. Toxic but- syndrome. Toxic shock syndrome. Okay, yeah. so make sure you take out your tampon at least every four to six hours and change it. Um, be careful, ladies, you know? So I have recently revealed that I am a dancer now. I am an entertainer, an exotic entertainer. I still have my profession as a nurse. Um, but I've had some pretty fun experiences being a exotic entertainer. I, there was this uh, girl that I was working with, and she was telling me that she hooked up with some guy last night, and when he put on the condom, that he was, like, a little soft, a little gummy. Oh, no. And so they were fucking, and he was, like, so soft the whole time, and then he can't... I don't know how you can come with a soft wiener. Um, there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can projectile ejaculate if you have a soft penis, apparently. But I guess that's what happened, and the condom slipped off inside oh. of her, and she should, she couldn't get it out. And I was like... I mean, I was like, well... I'm a registered nurse, and I am an expert in putting my hands in little holes and taking things out, moving stuff around. So, um, you helped her? Yeah, I just but my boss. He gave me a couple gloves. He like set up a couple towels, and he was like all for it. And <laughs> not that he stayed. He did. He you know he gave us our own space, which was nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, literally, I just took my fingers in there. I did like a little twist with my fingers, and then pulled it out. That was it. It was like a literally four seconds of. Hand manipulation. <laughs> so you got the. And she tipped me. She with... gave me like fifty bucks. I was like, that was not unnecessary, <laughs> but thanks. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got the finesse. Yeah, I know how to move my fingers inside of little things. Lesbians would love you. I yeah, I know. It's a sad thing. Is I'm straight, and I mean that's cool. I was born straight, and I am straight. It's just weird, you know. It's like mm-hmm. I I wish I was bisexual, but I've 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 been with a girl once before, and I felt really uncomfortable. Which is like, what is that within me? 
you know, why do I feel uncomfortable with that? Maybe that's just my preference, you know? Yeah, you know? Like, I love women. I love looking at women. Not in a sexual way. Like, I adore women. I'm a woman. Women are to be adored. We're amazing. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I just don't get any sexual rise from women. But in porn, I do. It's weird. Oh, really? (laughs) I, like, only watch lesbian porn. But like, when it comes to like the real deal, I'm like I I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> maybe because lesbian porn is like more passionate. Um, it's different, you know. It's uh, I don't know. It's maybe something that it's I'm preventing myself from doing, and that's why it's so exciting. Who knows? Oh. Anyways, moving on. Uh, do you know what a rocket ride is? A rocket. Rocket ride. No. What yeah, is neither it? did I. I didn't even look it up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I didn't do my No, homework. but they were talking about, so <coughs> in this time that they made this episode, it was during um, Valentine's Day. Oh. This is like 2018 or something. They're just talking about like all these social things about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is not a real day. It's not uh, a real holiday. It's been, you know, it's for corporations to sell things and make money. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun time. It's like you can have fun with it. My, You know, my mom, she would always, for every single holiday, my mom would always do something for me and my sister. She'd leave, like, Valentine's Day, she'd leave, like, rose petals and a bunch of chocolate outside of her door. What? Uh, St. Patrick's Day, she'd leave us a bunch of green chocolate and, like, something green to drink. <laughs> non-alcoholic, of course. And then just, like, all these little holidays that aren't really real. Or what other, what's another fake holiday? Oh, Martin Luther. I'm just kidding. No, I'm, no I'm that's kidding. a real I'm, holiday. I'm joking. That's a real holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that. Um, no, she didn't want to do anything for that. But uh, sp- like silly little holidays like St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day. So it's like sweet. So it's fun. Oh, you can cool. have fun with your kids, like yeah. your nieces and nephews. You can do like little fun things. But when it comes to like relationships, I've never really had a Valentine's Day with another person. And... Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't had that kind of fun yet with a, a partner. But don't feel the pressure to buy shit. You know what? When I when I was with my partner that I was with for 10 years, I would I told him, I said, I don't want you to buy me anything crazy. Like, I want you to go to the dollar store. Give me, like, a little dollar rose. Give me, like, a dollar nail polish. That's, like, what I want. I'm like, spend $2 on me. That's all. Cause I would love that. <laughs> and that's it. So I'm gonna say I'm kind of like a dollar girl, kind of Valentine's Day gal. Nice. Yeah, and you can do it too. Anyone can do it because the dollar store is a jam. Like you can find anything and make it look like it was from somewhere else. You can be like, I totally. You don't even have to say that. I mean, keep it to yourself. But if you want them to idolize this, you know, image of having stuff that costs money or whatever, which is the purpose of Valentine's Day, is to. It's all for for show shit. All marketing. Yeah, it's all, you know, which is cool. It's like a way to, to sell things and to to sell products. But when it comes down to the deep and dirty of, like, romanticism, it's it's like you can have something special. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be, like, um, on products specifically. I think it's, like, I don't know, like, if I'm with somebody or, like, even just, like, somebody I'm close with, like, mm-hmm. I like to spoil them, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I like that Valentine's. I like, um, you know, I go to Fry's, get flowers. That's nice. But, I don't know, I like it. It's sweet. I think it's very sweet, but people feel pressured and, like, under pressure. Like, uh, girls will pressure their boyfriends or, you know, vice versa to to buy them, like, all this shit. And it's, like, it's, you know, something that's special. Um, 
But anyways. <laughs> and see, it's a trade-off, right? Yeah. She pressures you to buy her stuff, and then later that night... She better suck your dick. Exactly. <laughs> or you pressure her to do anal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Something you don't do too often. I remember with my ex, I for Valentine's Day, I would always... You know, for a lot of holidays, for like his birthday and for Christmas, I would always write little... Like, I'd print little tiny pieces of paper... Or I would write something and cut it out from a piece of paper. So it'd be like a little note. And it was like a massage voucher. And oh. so I would give him like these massage vouchers. And he would, I had like terms and conditions that I wrote out. And he would have to <laughs> give them to me like a day in advance, like at least 24 hours in advance. And uh, it was like specific area or whatever. And he would like give them, to, I would give them to him for those holidays. And he would give them to me and I would do that as an exchange. Like, That's pretty cool. It was super fun. And I would like massage him for like an hour in different areas and I had one for like a blowjob or something which I had no problem doing but that's <laughs> it was just like cool. a little fun game you know yeah so it was the fun behind it that was that made it a little special you know yeah <laughs> that's cool as fuck yeah um so you know they go over sponsors and stuff um do you have any sponsors for your podcast I have Dolby their energy supplement uh-huh and then um Tucson Rising Phoenix uh, Fitness and Defense. Okay, cool. What kind of fitness do they do? Oh, they do a lot. Um, have you heard of Krav Maga? I feel like I have. So it's a type of self-defense. It's like karate, but it's what John Wick does. Batman. Uh-huh. It's real quick, lethal takedowns. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> That's so beautiful. It's not that pow. <laughs> it's like lethal hits. <laughs> Did you yeah. learn any of these moves? Oh uh, no, um, I went a couple times, mm-hmm. but it depends what day you go. Every day is a different class. Yeah. So they have like kickboxing. Um, also, if you just want to get more fit. Uh huh. Um, but they have or weapons defense. How to disarm somebody with a shotgun or pistol or knife? Different situations. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend them because it's a crazy fucking world. Yes. I do jujitsu and grappling, and I'm gonna start doing my Thai. Um, Damn, hardcore. Yeah, I mean, I'm all right at it. I have a white belt currently. Right. <laughs> we'll see where I can dig it. Um, but yeah, it is good to know how to defend yourself because we're in a world full of unconscious people. Like 99% of the, the world's population is unconscious and separated from the light, separated from what it truly is to be at peace and harmony with the earth. Like, there's a a balance and an imbalance it's like the yin and yang you know mm-hmm. and there's people that suffer so much pain inside because of whatever reason um i attribute to like mental illness to generational pain um familial or ancestral pain um which is just like pain passed down like yeah. trauma experiences passed down through your genes or your your family members which is true because you know you may look like uh your theo from several generations ago like a couple hundred generations ago like you don't know him you know anything about him but maybe your body and your face look so much like him so it's like just because you took that that image like you carried on that image within your physical form you also carried on in your genes like those painful things which is why like uh disease and uh i mean these are my beliefs behind it my spiritual beliefs a reasoning for why we have disease and um, pain and why we have like this erratic behavior and just like behavior to hurt other people and hurt ourselves. So. You're a hundred percent right. Cause 
Most people don't know this, but DNA carries memories. It does, yeah. Um, like, how do you explain animal instinct, right? Mm-hmm. Like, baby sea turtles, as soon as they crack out of the egg, they know to dig out of the sand and go straight to the ocean. Yeah. Like, how do they know that? Nobody yeah. taught them anything. Like They just, they have, like, an instinct. And we as humans have instincts like that, too. But in today's time, this time-space reality that we're in, you know, we're just very different because of technology and it's yeah. you know it is what it is we're adapting um but yeah we're that's why we just have so much pain in this world now it's like we're in a time where it's so easy to get whatever materialistic thing that you want to grow expand as a human being to grow in the financial world to grow in a career to grow in your body to change like the way your body looks um but in terms of yeah, pain is just something that it's passed on. That's why, you know, it's important to to know. Yeah, it's fighting. That's the reason why we're talking about this for fighting reasons. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're gonna encounter. But when you're in alignment with yourself, you'll um, most likely not encounter people that would hurt you. You'll be on a different pathway. Mm-hmm. That, that person just doesn't line up with you. Like, why do people get lined up with you? Um, you remember that party that I had like a year and a half ago? It was a Halloween party. It was a huge Halloween party. Yeah. And yep. there was a guy that came to my house that several people spotted. I don't know how he got into who he was with or who invited him. Actually, I do know who invited him. Um, but he actually had two girls kidnapped and uh, and tied up in his house. Yes. I and it's know. like, how, like, I don't even remember seeing him or him being here. I am so glad that we were all safe, that everyone is safe, that no one was hurt from that. Um, but it's crazy that that's how he lives at his home. Like, yeah. Torturing someone. And then he comes out in the world and, you know... Go to a party and shit like nothing. Yeah, like nothing, nothing's happening. Um, honestly, if I had two girls tied up and tortured in my house, I'd want to be home torturing them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't fucking at a party. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm all about peace and love. I'm never doing that to anyone. But it's just crazy. It's like, how did I get into that alignment to allow someone, a predator like that in my house? Yes, that's nuts. And it's just like a reflection of, uh, of me and like my energetic um, self at that time. So, um, just being a lot more exclusive about who I invite into my house now. And I don't have parties anymore. And, yeah. So. And I think, like, um, many people need to stay busy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you're advancing in your career. You're traveling. Mm -hmm. You're experiencing life. Most people, they'll stay in a job they hate and just stay there because they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, like. So your brain is wired to look for danger, right? Mm -hmm. Like, since we're cavemen, you got to look out for predatory cats, Mm -hmm. you know, fucking snakes. You know, there's danger everywhere, right? Yeah. But now in this modern age, you don't really have to worry about that, right? Yeah. You go outside of your house, you don't have to worry about a fucking cougar hunting you or your family, (laughs) you know? So we're still in danger, but not like how we were before. Exactly. And so your brain still looks for danger. And so when you can't find stuff like that, your brain gets bored. You create it, drama in toxic situations. Exactly. That's why people act the way they do. Yep. And it's where we don't know how to um, transition this time. Since technology has come into our lives and all of these structures, we haven't adapted hormonally to this new way that's inappropriate. Yep. That, you know, we're not violent. You know. Yep. And it, it is what it is. It's, uh, you know, we're here for the purpose of, uh, of discovering the purpose of the universe and evolving to, to more peace. That's mm-hmm. my belief. Yep. I love and it. it's, you know, it's, 
it's just a it's a human experience and it is what it is but yes if someone's attacking you please protect yourself Try to learn those Batman lethal hits. Yeah. <laughs> no, I fucking learn that shit now. If people don't believe me, I'm like, cool, look up on YouTube somebody being murdered randomly in the street. And I'm like, this happens every day. Yeah. And that person didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, I think just getting more into energetic alignment. Like, when I do um, jujitsu, I've had a couple times where I wanted to start crying because it's brought up, like, it's really some trauma for my body. Oh, wow. And... I feel it's healing and you know I feel a little bit scared sometimes but you know it's like I'm learning these skills or anyone not just me specifically but anyone who does jujitsu I've heard this as like a common response for women specifically learning a martial arts coming from like a background of not having it and having trauma in their past and a lot of women enter into self-defense because of like a past experience oh yeah, of, yeah. Of, you know being assaulted or something and it is kind of it is scary but, you know, it's good when you have those physical abilities and, you know, abilities to defend yourself because you don't know who you're coming across yep. every day, honestly. You know, since you're petite, you know what I mean? Yeah. Big guy, you know, he could overpower you. Yeah. But shit, you could just fucking karate chop him to the neck, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or something, right? He's out. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> okay, so have you ever fucked without being hard? No. It's a quick change. <laughs> like, completely soft? Yeah. So there are some guys who will, like, show up, and, you know, they'll pull on their pants, and they're soft, and they're, like, they act all bad, like, all hard. They're, like, yeah, what's up? What's up, girl? You'll suck this dick or what? And you're, like, you're, like, a gummy bear. <laughs> no, you're, like, a gummy worm right now. Um, yeah, so Call Her Daddy talks about, you know, if you get caught in a situation as a man, of course, um... Or a trans, whatever, whatever the situation is, it's totally cool. It happens. It's a biologic thing, a hormonal thing. There's multiple reasons why a man wouldn't be able to get an erection. Could be because he's too drunk. He could be because he's on antidepressants. Could be because he's on other medications and mixing stuff. Could be because he's depressed. Could be because he's not feeling it. There's multiple reasons why. But what you can do is just go down on the girl. Quit your delusion. Like, not you specifically, but quit delusion thinking and thinking that the girl's not going to notice it's like we can see that it's yeah. it's not up it's not doing what it's supposed to do during sex and you know it's not the safest way to start having sex especially if it's with a partner that you don't know their status um and you're using a condom because the condom just like the stripper story i told mm-hmm. the condom will come off most likely because the the vagina is like a succulent it's just gonna suck things up <laughs> it's gonna suck that condom right up it's going to go right up there, okay? So, but if you're having tantric sex, it's doable. Tantric sex act, um, advocates uh, natural sex, no condoms. Wrong. So, you know, be, yes, <laughs> be safe, get yourself tested. Um, my lifestyle is about monogamy. And I know it's not natural, but that's the most uncomfortable doing is just exclusively monogamous um having one partner at a time getting tested before and after each partner um being honest like open communication and stuff like that so which is why you know you can you can do that and Mm -hmm. be really comfortable you know um but in tantric sex they say if you can try to put the penis in soft really yes what the fuck (laughs) there's this tantric book that explained that and i was thinking like what the fuck yeah so she could feel it grow inside her no well 
that does happen, but they say to put it in softly. You don't do like you don't do any thrusting. That you just what? move. You move every now and then slowly what in the and out, fuck? and you stay soft. And it's possible to reach orgasm between two people, but like a tantric orgasm, which is intense. What? Yeah. So soft penis sex. <laughs> what the fuck? I've never heard of this. Which is tantric sex. So you just stick it in, move once no, in a while? Yeah, you stick it in soft. Don't get hard. So it, guys, if, if, if you're someone that has an issue getting hard, this may be a solution for you. Learn tantric sex. <laughs> you should try it. <laughs> I you don't... Know, I haven't had that case where I couldn't get get hard, uh-huh. but I was drunk and I was doing a lot of coke. <laughs> You're like, fuck, I'm numb. And I she so... was like yanking on it, like, come on. And like, come on. <laughs> and she was so hot. Yeah. Uh, I hated myself. Who was it? I don't wait, know, wait, wait you don't, never mind. You don't have to tell me. That was a stupid <laughs> question of my end. Sorry. <laughs> Like, who is this girl? So, like, the next day, my dick hurt. I think she was yanking on it too yeah. hard. It's all chafed. Oh, my gosh. That happens. And she, and she kept saying, like, come on, baby. Come on, baby. And I'm like, you're making it worse. <laughs> you're not helping. When I was uh, 15 or 16, I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Or my tonsils out, one of them. So I was fucked up for a couple days. And... Like, they gave me this liquid or viscous uh, Vicodin. So, it's like Vicodin you oh. drink. They gave me viscous lidocaine so I could drink something because my throat was, like, really... I couldn't swallow very much. And that numbed my throat, and then I took the the liquid Vicodin. So, I was fucked up, and I was like, whoa, like, having a <laughs> cool, cool last time. And I was, like, already on drugs anyways. So, I was having a good time. And my boyfriend at that time, he was my first boyfriend, he came over, and I never was into anything sexual. I think the first six months of a relationship, I wouldn't even kiss him because I was so afraid. Damn. I know. I was so afraid. I was such a little prude. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do anything, and I was so afraid I was going to be bad at it. And it's, I was, I don't know why it was such, I mean, I do know why I was a prude, but uh, I was afraid. That's why. But when I got that, that Vicodin in me, I was like. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> We didn't do it. I was still a virgin then. Um, but I reached my hand down his pants. And I was like... <laughs> I was like yanking it. You know, I didn't know he needed lube. And he wasn't circumcised. So he was like totally chafing. Him. No! And I was like, he told me the next day that I looked like scabs on him. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And like I tore his skin on my lips. I was so fucked up. And you know what's fucked up is that we uh, he came over and... We started watching a movie with my mom. And he was like... <laughs> he was like... either I think he was laying behind me. My mom was like on the other side of the couch and watching. And I reached my hand back. Like we had a... <laughs> we had a blanket over us. But I reached my hand back and put it down his face and started like trying to jerk him off. Nice. But I didn't know what I was doing. And my mom, I don't even think... That, I don't know if she noticed or not. But she had like a very serious look on her face looking at the TV. And I'm like, why wouldn't you... She's you know, as a mom, she'd be like, get your ass out, I fucking beat you. What are you doing in front of me? She probably went into like denial. She's like, I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing this. It's <laughs> exactly what she did. It's fucking exactly what she did. You know what? If that was my kid, I I would pull that blanket off and I would fucking, you know, <laughs> in this moment, I would probably, okay, I'm all about peace and calm, but I think that my reaction would be to beat them up because <laughs> I see purpose 
in sometimes um, I don't have any children. So my mindset probably will change if I do ever have kids. But I just see um, maybe, I don't want to say training, but teaching through some physical discipline, honestly. Because that's like when I train is when I train in, in aerial or dance or stretching, whatever I'm doing that I'm training in. When I have like a really hard teacher that, you know, sometimes hits me, I'm okay with it because I feel like it's pushing me to a point of, uh, I don't want to say perfection, but to a higher level of advancement. And, you know, when you're kids, you don't know your brain isn't fully developed and you're going to do some stupid shit. And I was yeah. fucked up and I was jerking off my boyfriend in front of my fucking mom. <laughs> Who does that? No so it was fucked you. up. I should have got, I honestly felt like I should have gotten my ass beat for that. I think that would have been completely appropriate to, to be hit by my mom. Honestly. Ask your mom. But you know what? I don't know if I'm going to bring it up to her. <laughs> tell her, hey, remember that time we had a blanket over my boyfriend? I was jacking him off. <laughs> and then ask her, would you beat my ass? <laughs> It, she, my mom, yeah, you know what? I don't think she would have because she, I, I don't know why she didn't say shit. She's probably afraid to. But it's like, why would you be afraid to tell your kid something? That if your kid's acting out of line, it's like, you fucking, you, you tell them what's up, honestly. Yeah. But you know, it's like, I'm trying to, I am learning about more conscious relationships. And that is not the best way. But I, right now in this time of my life, I feel that discipline is sometimes the best approach to yeah. certain things. Yep. But that is just my opinion in the moment that I have right now, but we'll see. Um, so tips, advice, like I already said, just go down on the girl. If you can't get hard and you're not into tantric sex, just go down on the girl. Maybe stick a finger up your ass. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Does that help you get hard? I've never stuck a finger in my ass. Okay. Do you think if a girl stuck a finger up your ass, you would get hard? Nope. I think it would make it worse. <laughs> I think I'd probably leave. <laughs> what if, okay, say, what if you're completely fresh you just showered you've done your poops for the day you got like nothing in your your anal canal you're like i'm good and you know your butt is like lubed up and it's there's no long nail <laughs> it's not like pointy ass nail and you her finger it. is lubed up too she just goes in no touches your prostate tickles your prostate a little bit i don't think i would like it okay but like i, I know people say that you'll get a you know that's a male g-spot in yeah. the prostate but like, look, when I bust a nut, that's good enough. <laughs> what if, have you ever busted a nut that was like explosive? Not in terms of your semen that's coming out, but in terms of feelings. Yeah. Like, it was so good. It gave me the chills when I busted <gasps> a nut. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've made a couple guys pass out a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that means you have a good chonch on you. <laughs> you don't pass out. Mostly just from blowjobs, but... Damn, from yeah. a blowjob? Yeah. You got them skills, damn. Uh, I do. It's a little bit difficult sometimes when it's like a really large penis because, you know, my jaw... I have Sometimes my jaw acts up and it like will close... It will only open to a certain level. Um... Because it's a past shit or whatever. But, you know, sometimes my jaw will lock. And I can't open all the way. I'm a little bit TV. <laughs> no. It's not, you know, I'm not purposely doing it. It just happens sometimes. It is what it is. So, you know, it's something I am conscious of. And that, you know, I won't do if I'm, my mouth is too closed. And if your penis is big, you know. It's like, if your penis is big, my mouth can only go so far. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. So, um... <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to sex tapes. So, 
Sophia made a sex tape, and it's not a sex tape where you think it's a sex tape, okay? So she went to this party. Apparently, she blacked out. She doesn't remember anything. She got so drunk. Which, by the way, if you're going to drink, please be careful. Just saying this as a, you know, thing in general, the non-advisory thing. Just know your limits. Know when you're too far. Because you don't know. You black out. You don't know where you'll end up, honestly. Uh-huh. You yeah. don't know. Seriously, I've woken up. I've blacked out once in my life, and I woke up in a very scary place, and I was like, how the fuck did I get here? So just be careful. Wait, but. Go. You ain't go face down in a drain pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I actually woke up in a desert. It was crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, we're from the desert, so but I don't live in the desert. <laughs> I don't live outside. And I was like outside by myself. And I was like, what the fuck? I knew where I was though, but still, yeah, it was a very stupid, crazy thing I did as a teenager. And yeah. I probably should journal about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't ever think about that anymore, but I should probably journal about that again and get that released outside of me. It's a repressed but, memory. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, so Sophia, she blacked out. She doesn't remember what happened, but she found a video on her phone. Oh. And it was a music video that she made. She was black. I don't know how she was playing music and recording a video at the same time. So this really needs to explain herself. Like, how can you record a video and play music at the same time on your phone? I can do that. Can you? How do you do that? I go to YouTube Music and then play the song and then just record a video. But it cuts it off when you record. No, not not if you use Snap. Okay. That's why you don't Snap. Okay, okay. So, this guy, they were going to fuck. He pulled on his pants. He was drunk, too. And he had, like, you know, he was soft. He had a gummy worm situation going on. And he was so... And he didn't even care. He, like, presented it that it was totally normal. He was like, yeah, look at my soft dick. He didn't say that, but... I mean, I wasn't there, obviously. He's like, this is it. <laughs> this is what you got, bitch. <laughs> you suck it or not. No, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sophia, she just put on some music. And she's like, I think this song would fit your dick so much. So... She just played this music and just kept, like, she recorded him and she had him sit on a chair and she kept zooming in and out on his soft <laughs> penis. Nice. And he was just, like, fucked him in the chair, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she woke up, blacked out, uh, not blacked out, but she, after blacking out, and she saw the video and she was like, what the fuck was I doing? I mean, if that's a way that you're going to re- react to someone who doesn't have a, a boner and can't get hard or something... You can have fun with it, but just don't be malicious. I mean, that's cool. I don't think yeah. she was being malicious with this at all. I think she was having some genuine fun. Uh-huh. Like, they both were having genuine fun. They both were fucked up. And the guy was... He was so fucked up that he was just like, whatever. <laughs> so, I think this was a genuine and beautiful story that she told. And it was just, you know, you just gotta have fun with it. Everything. Yeah, genuine fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just like, yeah. What a yeah. soft dick. <laughs> Because that's how man's penises are a majority of their their time. A majority of a man's life, their penis is soft. There's, yep. You know, I don't want to say that a man's penis is hard half the time, half of his life. That's unhealthy. It's like <laughs> maybe maybe 5 to 7% of a man's life, his penis is hard. Do you think that's about right? Because I'm not a man. I can't say that. I don't know how it is to have a hard penis or a soft penis. But yeah. I, I feel like men walk around with a soft penis majority of the time. Yeah, majority of the time. But sometimes it randomly happens, like, 
It just pops up. He pops up and he's like, hey, I'm up. What's up? <laughs> what, what's going on here? <laughs> what are you doing? Do you feel like your penis has a, uh, like a mind of its own? Yeah. Like it's its own person. It has its own thoughts. Yep. It has its own life. It's like chilling down there. Yeah, or like I'm wearing shorts and there's a breeze that goes up there. He wakes up. You're like, ooh. Just like that. Ooh. He's like, hey, is it time? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, get down. Down, boy, down. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten a boner? I'm sure you've gotten a boner around your parents. Around my parents? Yeah. yeah. What do you do in that situation? Just hide it. Just cross your legs or <laughs> turn around. You're like, I gotta go to the bathroom really quick. I'll be back in five, ten minutes. <laughs> it just happens. It, you know. Yeah, women can disguise their horniness very easily. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm like, you you know, you could be talking to a woman, but sometimes, like, my mind goes somewhere to some kind of past memory that I have from some hot guy or something. I've been with all hot guys, so I'm like, huh. Nice. <laughs> you know, and, like, so when we, if someone talks to me for too long, I have a I my mind can drift because I'm just like, this is going on for too long. I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can be focused on you. My mind's going to go somewhere else. That's fun. <laughs> And um, you know, I'll just become horny all of a sudden, and I'm like this, my eye twitches a little bit. Like, this <laughs> That's <even>. a sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, I don't, my eye doesn't twitch when I get horny. <laughs> no, um, I just get a rise in feelings within my body, and then um, it passes. Like I've been maintaining celibacy. I broke celibacy the other day. I masturbated and watched porn the other day, which is fine. Like um, I have hormonal changes within my body, and I'm on my period right now, so. I'm going through, you know, uh, a change, just like the the lunar cycle. My body's going through an actual physical change, and like I'm not down on myself for doing that. But it's like I I know that it's more healthier to maintain. Yep. My sexual a- energy inside until I find the right partner that I'm looking for or that's looking for me. What? I mean, that's self love. You could feed your blast once in a while. <laughs> it is, and I've done it before without watching porn. Um, but it's just not as pleasurable. And I, I just don't like watching porn because I feel, you know, it's like I don't know who the people are on the other end. I don't know if they, you know, if that's with their permission, like if they really wanted to do it. Because you can always make something look like something in video, but that's not the reality of it, you know. People could be forced. You don't know. Like you don't know the story behind it. Um, I'm just trying, you know, I don't have any guilt behind doing that or whatever but i would just like to be in a little bit more alignment with my body and not spend like an hour watching porn which i didn't do i spent very little time but it was like a quick quick deal nice yeah but i would just like to preserve my energy and if i'm gonna masturbate i'm gonna do it naturally but i prefer to do it with someone else you know if you feel guilty about that uh, go to Pornhub Mm because now they have the blue check mark Mm -hmm. they're verified that they are willing, yeah. Because lo- there was a lot of videos there were people that were sex trapped, yeah. sex trafficked, or even minors, mm-hmm. like fucked up shit. But they didn't know, like it wasn't verified. Yeah. So those videos were on Pornhub and they got sued. Good. So they took a lot of shit down. So that's good. Most, most of the stuff on there is actually verified now. Mm-hmm. I think that's that crazy. that's like my, my site that I normally go to, but I usually just go to Google and I search whatever I'm searching for and I search GIFs. And I'm like, that suffice. For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But Google made it so that all of the images, even when you 
you search for porn specifically, like the the images are blurred out. Like you can't see anything of it. You have to, you know, select yes to view. I don't remember what the option. I'm not gonna look for it again. But it you have to select specifically to view uh, graphic images, what? which I think is cool. I'm like that's awesome that the internet changed that because you don't know. Uh, and I that's awesome that that Pornhub is doing that. You don't know who was behind that video. Yeah. They may look like they're having a good time. But you never know. So that's awesome that the porn industry is changing a little bit. There's probably still a lot to be changed and move towards like more health and safety and just that they're willing to do it. Because, um, you know, there's so much porn out there. There's a lot of people who are willing to do that. That's what they like to do. Or that's just something that they... that That's their choice of job because of the money. You know, there was this episode of Law & Order... I don't remember the full story, but there was, you know, it's always a horrible story, but there was a child involved. This child was very sick, and I think the child was a victim of something, but the, the parents of the, ch the child, they both became porn stars because the child was so sick and they couldn't afford the child's, like, medical oh, bills, so they started doing that so they could afford it, and they did it to save their child, and, uh, yeah, and I was like, that's love. That yeah. is fucking love. You know, they're like, we don't care what we're doing, what we're putting our body, our health through. We want to save our child. Is you know, um, there's other ways to make money. There's other ways, you know. But when coming from a background where you don't have like that mind expanding or you know, uh, cultivating an environment that will allow you to think outside of the box, people do resort to that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's an easy way to make money. I would say, mm -hmm. but it's not. It's not that easy. I don't want to say it's easy because it's not. It's hard to to give your body to someone else that you don't even yeah. know. Like you don't know where they come from. You don't know what kind of illnesses they have. You don't know about their health. Um, yeah, that's my spiel on that. And like I've heard like porn stars on podcasts and stuff, and they talk about how nowadays the porn industry has changed so much. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day, you know, you're just a girl thinking about making quick cash. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, about five hundred bucks. In like an hour's worth of work, mm -hmm. cool, right? Easy money. Yeah. So it'd be like, just do this scene where you give a guy a blowjob. That's it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You're naked, starting to film, then the guy starts throw fucking you, doing some hardcore shit yeah. that you didn't consent to, yeah, or knew you were gonna be involved in, but you're already doing it. Yeah. You know, and they fucking throw fuck you or choke her or do something that she does doesn't consent of. And then at the end of the day, you know, okay, here's your money. You know, and so the porn industry used to do that a lot. They'll mm -hmm. trick you, right? But now they're really big into consent. Mm -hmm. They're like, all right, are you okay with anal? Yeah. Are you okay with this and that? And like, so, so I think it's cool that they're changing too, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. consent is huge now, right? Yeah. Especially in those industries where there wasn't a, a lot of light shed on that. Because, like, you know, they're like, all right, here's your money. Get out of here, you know? Mm -hmm. And also, just like Hollywood, right? If you speak up about it, they'll blacklist you. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to make that money no more, you know? Yeah. It's it's nice how there are changes. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people like to focus on problems. And that's, you know, um, I used to think that was a solution. But focusing on a problem is not the solution. You know, not saying that we shouldn't talk about these things because these things happen and they are real, like, especially in the subconscious world. This world is filled with unconscious people. And um, I think it's just so purposeful to bring more people to consciousness 
to finding more healing ways to dealing with issues like this mm-hmm. instead of um, focusing on the problem itself, if that makes any sense. Like, not negating that people experience this, but, um, you know, just kind of shedding light to, to certain things and making changes and changing people's mindsets about other people's bodies and other people and other human beings in general. You know, it's like I have a there's a lot of people that have an which includes myself that have a, a lot of natural intuition of um knowing what's good for how would I say this? What's good to, to share between another person in terms mm. of touching them. Mm-hmm. Um and as a you know registered nurse um, I have a very light touch and, you know, it's something that I've learned and picked up over the years, but, you know, I'm dealing, like I deal with people that are in a lot of pain that have surgical wounds that have some kind of wound or injuries, you know, it's like, you have to be very gentle with people's bodies. And I always ask them before I touch them, you know, like, can I touch you here? I'm going to touch you here for this specific reason. This is what I'm doing. And I explain, um, but it's very important. Yeah. I mean, I kind of go feel like I go off on the tangents a lot to different ideas but um that's really beautiful that there's changes within the porn industry and you know it's like sex is a real thing sex is our biology sex is why we're here mm-hmm. sex is like important to our mental health our physical health like our longevity and for me specifically and I know a lot of people practice this but it is unnatural to be monogamous um for me I feel it's the safest way you know it's like I yep. Yeah, it's the best and safest way for me. And to, you know, it's like when I, if I, the times the in the past, I've slept with a guy, I slept with a guy who was sleeping with other women and I didn't know he was. Oh, Like, fuck. he lied to me. And, um, like, I had some changes within my body and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, hell. Um, yeah, it sucked really bad. But um, it's just having that better communication and trust with someone and finding someone who, like, I like when a guy comes to me and is like, when do when did you get tested last? Like maybe we should get tested together. You know, I'm like hell yeah. I'm like fu-. I'm like I'm fucking you tonight. No no condom. <laughs> no no no. Not like that. Not that I've done that, but I've taken uh, and I advocate for other people taking the appropriate steps before you know getting a little freaky. Because mm-hmm. getting freaky is fun, but it's like it's not getting it's not fun when you get chlamydia. It's yeah. It's fun when you get like something. Or it's not fun while you're doing it and you have that thought in the back of your head. Yeah. You know, like, what if I get this or that? Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, getting tested, you have that comfort knowing that you could do whatever. Yeah, and sharing your results. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You guys are sharing something very special. And when you sleep with someone, you share all of their ancestral pain. You share all of their pain from their life. And, like, I also believe that you share the pain that they've taken on from other previous partners and it's made me I, this is something that I've just learned and I don't remember where I learned it but I, I mean it doesn't matter I'll talk about that when I find out that that where I learned it from this is very important it's very big and it made me realize so many reasons why I was having certain feelings certain emotions come up and certain actual physical events in my life because I took on trauma from someone else and it mostly happens when you have unprotected sex. So, like, the condom does help not only from STDs, but all do- it does also help block passing emotional, physical trauma to another person. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I think about the times that I've had unprotected, unprotected sex with someone, I've always had, like, emotional turmoil. Some kind of physical event happened to me. 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. But see, they're eating a pancake. <laughs> the times that I've used a condom, I had less of that, those feelings. And do you, can you relate or have you ever thought that deep into it before? I have not thought that deep into that before, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Um, Cause we're energy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. And so I believe that. Yeah. I just never really thought about that, like. But yeah, I mean, it's like a you know you're being plugged in. <laughs> yes, it's like the Matrix. Yeah. Huh? It's like they stick that little machine up your brainstem, and you get uploaded with all the shit. Just like when you put a dick in a hole, you're getting uploaded with fucking memories and trauma and. That's why I feel it's so important now to be pretty selective about who you're fucking because for me, not for everyone else, like I have, I'm a very emotional person and I, you know, I take on emotional stuff. I take on stuff emotionally. And there's in my, the last person I slept with, like I took on some actual physical trauma in my body, myself, that it's just like, the fuck? Goddamn. Yeah. So, I haven't had a partner. I've only had one partner this year. Um, and I honestly, there was so many signs from the universe that were telling me to drop him and to not continue, not oh, go damn. forward with him. And um, there was a lot that I learned because of him. Um, but, yeah, I just didn't listen to what the universe was telling me. And it's crazy that I was so blind to it. But without those experiences, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I wouldn't, you know, have investigated further about sexual health. Well, not sexual health specifically, but sexual energy. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And the thing about the universe is, like, it'll present many doors for you. But if you're not ready and you don't go through it. Yeah. It'll present that door to you later. Yeah, in a fucked up way, maybe. Yeah. It's like, all right, you didn't see it before. How about now? How about now, you dumb bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are you fucking t- these days? Um. Well, my girlfriend, she's out of state. Okay. So nobody. That's cool. Being good. That's good. Good for you. I miss Chonch, though. <laughs> I mean, we still, like, send each other stuff for video chat, but it's not the same. Either. Yeah. Not like in person, yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Um, that's cool. That's all right. Well, you're you're kind of being a little bit celibate. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How are you feeling? Good. They yeah. jack off more, but... <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Is it true that guys masturbate to just anything? Not, not, not specifically porn, but like that guys don't really need porn to masturbate? Yeah. Depends how horny you are. Yeah. But yeah. Like you can still get that. Because when I touch myself, I think that without porn, I think that it's just not as pleasurable because, you know, I don't know. So Thinking like, about something, it's just not enough for me. I'm like, I need it. So I've had homegirls, they're like really pretty and mm-hmm. like on their snap, you know, they have a lot of followers of mm-hmm. random people because it's public. Yeah. And there'll be, like, random guys that take screenshots when they post selfies, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's, like, a sexy dress or something. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, why are these guys taking screenshots? And I'm like, because they're going to jack off to your picture. 
That's that's weird. I know guys would fuck a couch cushion. But not all guys are like that. I know. You know, but there's some that... Yeah. I'm sure there's some women that are like that that are weird, too. Probably. Yeah, we just don't know it. It's like not any light shit on it, but just shut up. Light shit on men because men are creeps. Yeah. It's like women are creeps, too. Dude, there's a lot of men that are creeps. Like, I don't know. that That's weird. Like, she's not even naked, bro. Like I know. They're like, oh, oh, making up some story in their head. Yeah. Of some kind. Oh, I didn't think about that. Probably. Who knows? Uh, maybe we should ask them. She write them like find who she they screenshotted her and be like why did you screenshot it give me the who sent you no. <laughs> <laughs> real what are you planning on doing what are you what are your intentions yeah okay um I drink so much water my urethra is a lot closer to my bladder than a man so why is it that women pee so much because well for that reason because our urethra is oh. like. Our bladder is right here, and then maybe like three or four inches below is our urethra. Oh, yeah. that but makes men, sense. Men have a bladder, and then they have um, like six to nine inches of length between their bladder and their urethra. Oh. So that pressure doesn't get built up too quickly in men as it does for women. Yeah. Plus, I drink a lot of. I just drank a bunch of water this morning, and. Um, God, I love water. Water is great. I don't understand people that don't like water. <laughs> I know. It, it is, it's so delicious. It's such a delicious treat. Like, when I drink ice cold water, I'm like, Yes! Oh! Especially when you first wake up. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's really good. Well, I mean, I mean, if I have water next to my bed and I drink that, it's like tibbing. Like, warm, you know? But from the fridge, with some ice cubes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on to doggy. <laughs> They're saying... Have you, they're specifically saying to girls, do you keep your head in a driving, do you keep your driving head on? Like, you're like, let's go, <laughs> zippity do. we're on a crew, we're driving somewhere, like you're keeping your head straight on like you're on a motorbike or something. <laughs> How many girls have you known in doggy that stay like they're in driving mode? I never they know. They check their phone. They're like driving mode on. <laughs> Usually like their face is down. Yeah. You know. Um, That's cool. But I but mean. Driving mode. <laughs> like you're on your forearms. You're just looking straight ahead. You grab your helmet. You clip your helmet on. You're like, let's go. Let's go, buddy. Staring at the headboard. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You could keep. I mean, keep her face down. I mean, that happens. But they too. say, they say, call her daddy. Says, look back. Don't be a dumb bitch. That's hot. That's hot as fuck. Yeah, exactly. For that reason. Okay, I don't mean to call names. So excuse me for don't be a dumb bitch for saying that. Excuse me. But you know, be a little bit sexy. If you're gonna be like in a sexy position, it is hard though to maintain like a sexy back. And even, like, with your head turned, especially when they have, like, a long penis, which are difficult. I think, like, anything above eight inches, I'm like, that's a little too much. I'm like, you need to cut this off, dude. Like, or you need to cut this down or trim it or find someone who has a longer vagina. And it doesn't mean that your vagina is larger. It just means that you just have more packing space in there. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're like, just don't go balls deep. Just yeah, like, don't stick it in all the way. I remember there was, I've experienced that with two guys that they were so big, and I was like, I I can't handle, like, I, I can't go further. Like, I'm sorry, but this is, 
this is just too much. Like you're, like you're not too much, but your penis is for my vagina. It's like just not a good fit. So it happens. But there was one time, the one experience where I did like a very looking, a very ugly looking doggy style. I like, came back. <laughs> just became slightly more and more like hunchback and Oh day. no, that's the worst. <laughs> because his penis was so big, I couldn't. I was like screaming. Like, oh. I'm like ah. <laughs> But the lights are off, so I don't think he saw anything. Did this you was a while your, ago. Did you ever drive your face on? I think I did. <laughs> I think I put on a helmet, too. I was like, let's go. No, I'm just kidding. I did do that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that 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 one time that I did doggy with, like, a, I swear it was, like, nine and a half or ten inch penis. And all that. God damn. Damn. I can't believe that I did that. Like, I should have been like, yo, like, hold up. Don't put it in all the way, please. I can't, you know, my vagina is only three <laughs> inches. Like, literally, my vagina is like two inches. Damn, like, you're deep. a champ. They, yeah, that was painful. It was like a shock through my spinal cord. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. There was like fireworks coming out of my head. It was crazy. But yeah, Call Her Daddy says, look back. Touch yourself. Like, reach your hand around. Touch your balls, maybe. Arch, just make sure to arch your back. But, you know, I mean, how do you feel about that? I like it. It's cool, huh? It is. Like, some girls like to play with the balls. Yeah. And, like, I think it's cool. Yeah. Like, I don't get a lot out of it, but, like. You're like, what do you mean you don't get a lot out of it? Like, some girls like, can I play with your balls? And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather you play with my dick. But, <laughs> but like, in doggy. Oh, and doggy? Yeah. You know, I've never had that where they cup your balls. Where you... Yeah. That's Ooh. one of my moves. I'm just like, I'm going to reach back because I can do nice. some stuff on my shoulder and stuff. Just be like, eh. But, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I was just diagnosed with scoliosis. And the doctor said, I can't do any more back bends. So no more arching on my back. Oh. And I'm thinking, I haven't had sex since I've had this diagnosis. So I haven't, and you know, arching your back is super sexy. But now I'm like, fuck, I can't arch my back anymore. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Fuck. Punch back at Notre Dame. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to arch my back. No, I can't. No, I, I, no, excuse me. I can't arch my back. I mean, I'm going to have to curl my back. <laughs> No. <laughs> or just keep it straight. I think I'll make an exception for doggy. I'll be like, you know what, dog? You can handle it this time. I'm like, the spine. I'm like, spine back there. I'm like, you're good. You're slowly adjusting yourself. This is one thing that you'll have to get into, though. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Yoga, no more. But doggy, sex, yes. <laughs> there is this. Do you know what a um, a shoulder stand is? Shoulder stand. Or like a, a shoulder what is it called? A shoulder roll back. I, don't know, I can't even think of the name right now. But it's like when you, when a girl or a dancer um, reaches their legs, like they're say, say they're laying on their back and they reach their legs into a straddle and they put it behind like their head. Oh. And their head's like right there and their legs are like right above them. But the feet are touching the ground. That's Damn. like a straddle. That's a. That's hot. That's a forward bend. I'm like, I can do that. I'm like, maybe I'll just have to make, modify a little bit. You're like, ah! Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my back, my back, make it back. <laughs> Damn, that's hot. Um, we'll see. I mean, I'll update my Call Her Daddy fan club. And, I mean, if you're on another episode, if you're listening to the episode, whatever, I'll update. 
next yeah. time we get late. I don't honestly feel we like... We must know. We must know! <laughs> I honestly don't know when the next time that I'll get laid because I'm being really, like, selective about men I'm inviting into my life and just taking things somewhere with a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just meeting them and then it being all about sex, like, I want to get to know them and actually make something of it instead of it just being a fucking, you know... Get more on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So I would like a relationship, and I'd like to consistently have unprotected sex with the same person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's know? more intimate that way, too. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, usually, like, if I don't use a condom, like, it's definitely a girl I know. Yeah. Like, I know she's not a hoe. She's not from the streets. <laughs> you know? She's not fucking some other dude. You sure about that, though? I mean, you can't always be You're 100% like... sure. Yeah. But... <laughs> But, you know, if if I, you know, have sex without a condom, it's definitely a girl I know mm-hmm. and trust, you know. You get tested before? It's been a long time since I've been tested. You, you gotta get tested, man. I know. <laughs> you got a girl out of state? Yeah. Have you been with her before? No. No? Okay. I'm gonna see her in June. You, you should get tested before. I am. Uh, I'll be like, here's the paperwork. I got my clean bill of health. Now when I do well, her Where's body, yours, bitch? Hey, for real, huh? Tell her to get tested, too. Be like the Nazis. Weapons. <laughs> <laughs> knocking at the door. Give me your STD results now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did the Nazis do that? They're yeah. like, what about STD results? No. <laughs> like, if you're legal. Like if well, you're... yeah. I mean, I know they do that in a lot of countries. I know the Nazis did that, too. Um, and they did that in Guatemala, of course. Like about, I mean, that's a different, completely different story. Guatemala has had a lot of trauma. Oh. But so has every country. Right. Every country's been through a lot of trauma because of all kinds, because of humans. It's like where there's a human, there's trauma. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, no matter where you're at, even in the jungle, like chimpanzees. Yeah. A group will go to part of the jungle here and kill this group of chimpanzees for territory. Oh, wow. So that's what we do too. Yeah. And I saw that in National Geographic. I'm like, what the fuck? It's kind of scary how similar they were to us. Well, we came from them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's like no wonder. No wonder we have certain hierarchy um, and egotistical ways of behaving. Yeah, that's why I think there'll never be truly peace like in the whole world. Mm-hmm. But we could get close to it, right? Yeah, I mean, I believe that. We all reach peace, and not everyone reaches peace in this physical form, but everyone reaches it in death. I feel that everyone reaches a complete understanding of everything and sees all the good in everything and is at complete peace with everything when they die. So what you're saying is to reach world peace, we all need to die. I'm just kidding. No, we're not going to do that. We're in a... We're, it's great to be alive, you know, when we're, when we're dead, we can't get fucked, we can't, we can't have sex. So it's like, you gotta keep living, you gotta keep checking along and, um, just try to reach for that higher level of consciousness to, to, yeah. to be awesome, to feel yeah. awesome. Higher vibrations. Yes, exactly. Okay, so, Call Her Daddy goes into the fantasy world and fetishes. Some people have weird fetishes. Do you have any weird fetishes? No. Okay. Like. <laughs> Not that I was that. 
I know that was like a weird build up, but I don't know why I said Imagine I'm like, yeah, I wear <laughs> leather suit. Life of dead corpses. Chewy! How dare you? <laughs> Continue. Um, but I, I do love women in lingerie. Okay, that's. I don't know why, but I love lingerie. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking normal, you know? And that's not. That's. That's. That's fucking normal as hell. That's like totally appropriate, you know? Yeah. Um, but some people, like, no hate on anyone for fetishes or fantasies. But when it comes to fetishes that, um, like, scat or, oh, like, yeah. incest stuff or, um, like, some kind of perversion, not judging them, it ju- it comes from a spot of pain, though. Like, people have, like, those kind of fetishes. Mm-hmm. Um and Call Her Daddy even talks about specific fetishes like daughter-daddy fetishes, um, rape fetishes. And they're like, that is, you know, too far for us, you know, but we respect that. Just be safe. You know, don't do that without someone's consent, which is very true. But it's like when it comes down to that, it's like, why are you having those kind of perversions or what? Not perversions, but why are you have? Why does that sexually turn you on? Because you have hidden trauma inside that you need to deal with. And that's, uh, you know, I believe that's unhealthy. It's not wrong that you do it. I'm not saying that you do it specifically, Chewy, but that someone does it. But it's it's just showing a spot to be healed from. You're definitely right. Um, I used to talk to this chick. Um, I guess she was my ex, but we dated for like a week. Mm-hmm. But she had the rape fantasy. I forgot the real name, the technical name for it. But she had that. <clears throat> but she had a lot of trauma. She had... She had a lot of issues. Yeah. But she was raped when she was five. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's because of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that when you have a certain trauma when you're little, you tend to recreate it when you're older. You know, makes these patterns. Mm-hmm. Very true. But that's deep. That's very deep. Uh, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. Did you play out in the rape fantasy? No. Okay. That's weird. It's not. Like, shut up, bitch. You're like, <laughs> Like violent rape, that is, that is very difficult to. I mean, for me, I know that'd be difficult for a lot of people to have that as like a real fantasy, and I know that a lot of men have that, and it's because men have a lot of hidden trauma that they don't know how to deal with, and it's like, why is it they feel the need to cause harm to someone or a yeah, woman like that? Someone you know? innocent. It's because yeah, and it's because they have, they're insecure. Yeah. And because that's the way it makes them feel like a man. The, the way that society defines a man with power. And it's like, that doesn't make you powerful. It makes you weak. Definitely. It makes you spiritually ignorant. It makes you suffer. And it's like makes someone you, who does that is really suffering inside. That's a pussy right there. That's not a man, you know. Exactly. Very true. But, I mean, I have a little confession. I I'm I kind of have, like, the rape fantasy, but not a violent rape fantasy. But, uh, like, sleep like, I'm asleep fantasy. is like, you fucking when I'm asleep. I'm like, yeah, come on. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You're sleeping with the booty out. <laughs> I fart a little bit. It's like, clearly I'm asleep. You just blow the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no. no um, and, you know, this is like something kind of uh, that came about. Because I have been raped and sexually assaulted several times in my life. And without those experiences... I wouldn't be who I am today. I feel like all trauma 
all life experiences teach you something. It's like you can be weak, mm-hmm. you can let it debilitate you, or you can be strong and learn something from it and gain wisdom from it. Yep. And I've gained wisdom from my life experiences. And I used to be debilitated by it, but now I've changed. And I've, uh, well, let me say that again. I've changed my thoughts about it surrounding it, and I've changed my belief systems and the way that I manage my stress, blah, blah, blah. It's not a blah, 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 but it's just... Um, Something that I've learned, and I don't know why, but it turns me on so much when someone fucks me and I'm like half asleep. <laughs> like, I, I'm like drooling a little bit. You're like, chugging uh, NyQuil. You ready, babe? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the, the last guy that I, I hooked up with was this guy that um, I saw when I lived in New York City. And um, he totally did not deserve me. Like, I was too good for him. And he was... Uh, there was a lot of good things about him, but there he had like a lot of um, hidden traumas. Like he knows about this podcast. I don't even know if he listened to it because I kind of block. I did. I didn't kind of block him. I did block him, um, because I got hurt when I was with him, and mm. it's like I don't want someone in my life that has that carries that kind of trauma. Yeah. And there was a specific event that happened that he caused, and I was injured. And I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, um, I mean. Something that I'm healing from right now, physically and emotionally. But we had, like, an agreement between us, um, an understanding and a discussion about... He told me that he was into... I don't know if it was me or him who presented it first, but we talked about it because he talked about how he had a porn addiction and blah, blah, blah. Um, He's just living a very unconscious life and had very unconscious belief systems and... Um, just stuff that like I don't even like I'm just like that is not something that's real to me you know what I mean mm-hmm. not saying that it's not valid but lived a very surface level life like I told him I didn't like him but I liked his dick and it's like what kind of healthy relationship is that where your partner tells you that they don't like you but they like you because of your penis it's oh, not yeah. healthy that's, that's not unhealthy. Last. <laughs> That's very unhealthy. Yeah. And that's like toxic. That was toxic on my end. That's something I said. And it's like, I see you for your physical, some of your physical qualities that I like, but there's a lot of physical qualities I don't like about you. So I think it's about your personality I don't like about you, but I'll take you because of something like that. And like, that's really unhealthy. And I, mm-hmm. that helped me realize that within myself that I can't take people for a surface level, um, superficial kind of thing. Like when it comes to sex, it's very deep. And it's like you're sharing so much, like especially when it's unprotected sex, which is, you know, fine um, when it's on your terms and the other person's terms. Um, but we we did that and it was like I've never had an orgasm before during sex with just the penis. And that by the time I did, it was when I was nice. role playing fucking rape fantasy. And I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. So it's like what fucked up things do I have within myself <laughs> that is like allowing me to have orgasm through pretending to be unconscious <laughs> fuck but i mean you're not hurting nobody you know um. no it was like an agreement that we had between us and i had fun he had fun i think you, and you call him put your dick on the phone yeah like i need to talk to him <laughs> no um <laughs> wish him the best hope that he finds um healing of his own because he's got a lot of internal pain you know it's like he would talk like a child a lot like, in front of other people. Like, my friend Rachel was, um, that was on that episode last week, he would talk in front of her like he was a baby or like what? a child. Yeah, and it's like people who do that have a lot of repressed childhood trauma. 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and I was like, this kid is fucked up. I know that. And I don't know why, but may he heal. I just don't ever want to see him again. Do you have mommy issues or something? Mommy and daddy, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's like there's 8 billion people in this world and a lot of people experience pain. Yeah. And it is what it is. But, um, yeah, it's just like a reflection. The people that you meet... The people that you that you accept into your life is always a reflection of how you are um, vibrationally and yeah. energetically and inside, like, feeling good about yourself. Like, I feel that my life has, like, every day my life is gets so much better. And I have a way better understanding of so many things. And I have so many more healthy people. Like, I don't have any more toxic people or any more toxic relationships in my life. Any friend, no more toxic friendships. And I feel like this is a nice vibrational experience that I'm having at the moment. Mm-hmm. Since I've let go and, you know, moved on from stuff. And there's nothing wrong with you sticking up for yourself and voicing your feelings, oh, yeah. you know? Well, that's very important because, <clears throat> like, a lot of toxic people, especially narcissists, mm-hmm. they don't like people like us. They'll speak up mm-hmm. and defend yourself or yeah. defend others. Yeah. Because they work on lies gaslighting manipulation mm-hmm. right so that's why when they when they find a victim they get mad if they speak up They're like oh what'd you say that you know they don't yeah. want nobody to know how they treat them yeah they're so fake you know yeah. but when there's people like us and you're like no nah, motherfucker i saw you did that like yeah. don't fucking do that or you know you you set boundaries uh-huh. and you put them in their place in front of everybody they'll leave you alone mm-hmm. they'll fade away because they, they don't like that. They don't like... If you put their toxic behavior in the spotlight, they're not going to hang around you. And they won't or... Continue, sorry. They'll, eat, they'll fade away or, or they'll lash out and try and like yeah. make you look like the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, like manipulate the situation. Yep. And, and they can manipulate you, but they'll try and manipulate others in the way they see you. Mm-hmm. But if those people know you, know how you are, they'll see them for who they are. Yeah. Which is like... It's just a deep unconsciousness and it's a huge separation from the real essence of life which is to evolve Mm -hmm. and discover peace and just having i believe in true like unconditional radical acceptance compassion Mm -hmm. and peace and i don't always practice those i still have a lot of unconscious you know just like so many of us we have so many unconscious behaviors and thought processes and behaviors or um just belief systems but you know i'm unraveling so many things within myself that um are just bringing me more towards my inner being which is nice um but yeah i mean i attracted like a lot of people like that people that remind me of like my sister and my father who do have like those narcissistic Mm -hmm. um traits yeah Yes, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so real. It's it's real on an unconscious level in terms of society. That makes mm-hmm. sense because, you know, society to me is not a real thing. And it's um, it's just like a way of manipulation through other people, like manipulating other people's emotions. Like you can't, you can only control your emotions. No one else can control your emotions, but other people can influence you energetically. Mm-hmm. And um, because of previous belief systems that we were conditioned to believe, you're going to react a certain way. You're going to feel a certain way. But those are things that, you know, it's like you have to decondition yourself 
so that you can learn to be neutral in a difficult situation or with a difficult person. You know, yep. you can be conscious and say no and still have inner peace within yourself. You can be conscious through with, you know, especially if it's not something that's innate. to It is innate to us, but when we've been conditioned so deeply to be a certain way, it can be difficult. It does take practice and time and it comes through self-actualization, self-reflection and taking making choices yourself to dive deeper into your belief systems and just heal yourself like mm. healing together is a community but it really comes from within it doesn't come from someone else and you know when people blame you for their feelings it's like it's not you it's them it's like sorry Definitely. Maybe, but you create your own fucking problems on me yep <laughs> don't blame me for your shit because yeah. you can't take responsibility exactly you know? it's like taking responsibility is a huge thing and it's so important and it just helps you feel less of like a victim yep and a narcissist will never take responsibility. Yeah, ever. Exactly. Yes. And how you're talking about society, like I hate that they're like, Oh, they're family, you have to love them. Like, fuck, fuck them. No, yeah. Right? Like Yeah. Like, cause a narcissist will never be there for you at your worst moments. Mm-hmm. And even if and if they happen to do so, they'll hold that against you. Like, yeah. oh, how dare you? I was there for you. Are you talking about your brother right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew and, it. And, and I how, fucking knew it. And how did you know? <laughs> I just Exactly, exactly. No, I, don't, I mean, I don't know your brother very well, but I, you know, like from what you and Jasmine have told me, um, yeah, I can see that. And I have a sibling as well that is, you know, she suffers a lot. And it's, I feel that, like, okay, again, I feel that people that suffer from mental illness or, or that are narcissists or that have some kind of personality disorder, it's because they're very sensitive to the world. I believe that they take on pain of the world that they tremendously took on a lot of ancestral pain well i agree but it's also like their current environment but it's also the way that like they responded or reacted to their environment and it just blossomed to like mental illness or personality Mm -hmm. disorder because of all that extra trauma that they feel from the world and their incest and their ancestors like i agree for like you know, there's a lot of people that go through a lot and they're not pieces of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that have a fucked up childhood. Mm-hmm. They grew, grew up in, you know, as an orphan or, you know, mm-hmm. never had parents. They grew up in the streets or, you know, mm-hmm. and they're still an amazing person. You know what I mean? But I don't know, narcissists, I definitely believe that mm-hmm. they're very sensitive yeah. or they're very insecure as well because mm-hmm. they can't take criticism. Yeah. Even if it's constructive criticism. Yeah. Don't lash out on you like that. It's yeah. like, hey, dude, calm down, yeah. bro. Like, but I don't like that they can't take responsibility. Uh, they always blame others. Mm-hmm. And they treat people like shit. Especially if somebody's a giver and a lover. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll fucking leech onto that person yeah. and take advantage of them and gaslight them. And people that are too nice to speak up for themselves, they'll take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Very true. And I completely hear you because I feel like the people that are more resilient don't have that um, extra sensitivity from the world and their ancestors in terms of trauma. That's just like the difference in belief that I, that I've, like, I feel like it's real, but I know people have different beliefs and different reasons why, you know, in the Western world, they have these specific diagnoses that 
label and like put all this shit but it's like that doesn't really cause the like it doesn't cure or like help really yeah it actually just puts more stigmatization or stigmatize like something that has been learned to be bad and it's like it's not bad you're not bad if you're mentally ill or that you have like these personality disorders like it sucks and it makes it difficult in the world it makes it difficult for them and for other people you know yeah but i feel that they're teachers for us to learn how to be neutral and accepting and loving and peaceful and it's like still maintaining with your own boundaries yeah just like saying like you know pretty much when they're trying to cross your boundaries to be like no absolutely fucking no yep yeah and i think they're also good teachers of like also what not to accept like you were saying yeah. boundaries mm-hmm. um because if you never experienced that you probably wouldn't set those boundaries exactly you know? yeah you don't know what you like until you don't until you know what you don't like mm-hmm. it's like how could you know light from dark how could you know darkness without light how could you know darkness um or how could you know um so many examples i can't even fucking name anyone yeah how could you know a good pancake from a burnt one you couldn't you have to eat both of them yeah true we yeah. don't have to eat both of them you can just see them maybe smell it and you're like this one's probably better <laughs> um yeah it's pain is just a natural thing that occurs and it's not there's nothing wrong with it and there's nothing wrong with the way people react um it's just all an evolution of of us reaching towards more enlightenment and peace mm. It's just all part of the, the game or just the, the process of it. Yeah, that's it's true. It's painful, it's difficult, but it's just, it is what it is. It's part of the journey. Yes, 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 yes. Um, back to sexual things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Caller Daddy talks about perversions, like the ones that we kind of discussed, that guys like it more when a girl has a perversion like that versus a girl when a, when a guy yeah. has a perversion. Because, you know, when a guy has a perversion like that, I'm just like, it's so, like, yes. fucking weird. But when a girl has, they're like, oh, damn, you're dirty. That's because you know she's going to be down. You're down for what? For, like, more stuff, you know? <laughs> Compared to a girl that's not into, like, perverted stuff. Yeah. You find a girl that's into perverted stuff, you're like, oh, she's more likely to... She's a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's probably toxic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's guy, you know, there was a guy that I met at the club, and he told me... Um, I talked to him for a little bit, and I don't even think I offered him a dance, but he was telling me how I'm not his type, which was fine. Uh, but he, he's like, I like, you know, kind of more rocker girls, like jet black hair, covered in tattoos. I'm like, I have really dark brown hair, and I'm covered in tattoos. <laughs> like, okay, weird. Um, no, but he was like, I love toxic women. And I'm like, I know guys do like toxic women, but in the actual moment, like, do you really like it? Well, when yes they're like, and no. When they're, like, hassling you, they're, like, acting fucking crazy, doing something crazy. Do you like it? Yes and no. So there's a lot to deal with. Yeah. A lot to deal with. But it could... But they're more freakier. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it... I don't, I'm not saying for all of them, right? Mm-hmm. But I notice a lot of toxic women, like, if they're really jealous, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Especially if they overthink sometimes. Mm-hmm. You got to reassure them a lot. Yeah. But they're really jealous, right? You can't hang out with a friend that's a girl. Because mm-hmm. then they're oh, you're fucking that bitch, huh? Why don't you stay over there? I know you're fucking her. And you're like, nigga, fucking chill, you know? <laughs> but once she gets over it, and then she's like, intimate, 
Mm-hmm. Like it could be more intimate. It's like more passionate. Yeah. So it's all about the sex. Sex or, or intimacy, just intimacy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to explain it. Like It just causes like a, you know, we live in this, um, this world of cat mouse. And that is kind of an exciting game. And I think that it is fun and it can be really fun in a healthy way. Um, but, you know, when it comes to like unconsciousness, you yeah. don't really think about what's really healthy for you and mm-hmm. um, like the other person. Because someone who does that is insecure. Oh, it's definitely. Like, yeah. I think it's annoying to be insecure. <laughs> Which, you know, it's like, I have a lot of insecurity, so I guess I'm annoying. <laughs> well, a lot of girls are like that. I think yeah. um, it's pretty no- normal for a girl to be insecure, mm-hmm. but not, like, as her body or anything, but, like, you know, it's, like, trusting you, maybe. Yeah. Um, but especially if you've been hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I've been cheated on a lot, and, you know, like, sometimes I'll be toxic. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, why haven't you called me? Like, <laughs> the fuck, where are you at? Like, <laughs> you say that. <laughs> No, but, oh but you God. know what I mean. I'm yeah. like, why the fuck have you called me all day? Where are you at? Like, I know. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I have a lot of insecurities, like when it comes to relationships with men, and like I have a huge disconnect. You know, it's like there, there's all these like superficial and surface level things that sh- that you know, like I should have a boyfriend. I should have this because of this. Like I have a career. I'm cute. I'm whatever. I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Like I have all these like this formula. That says that I should have a boyfriend, but I don't have one because I'm energetically not aligned with the right one at the moment and I'm not healed. And it's like, I would like to, not saying that I have to be completely healed before I get with someone, but you know, it just, it just makes a relationship a lot better because I've experienced majority of interactions with men in terms of like romantic stuff and sexual things of, I would say like. 95% of them have been toxic. 90% mm-hmm. have been toxic. And like the 10%, which I feel it's less, the one experiences, and there, the, the times that they were good, it was just a one time experience. Damn. And yeah. And it's like that says a lot about my energy and how am I only having, There, it's obviously saying that I'm, a, I'm causing issues too. You know, like I'm causing the problem. It takes two. It takes two to tango for sure. Um, but energetically, it's like, fuck. I know, right? Because yeah. we're all stuck in these patterns. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the first thing, you know, is definitely self awareness. Like mm-hmm. you're learning about yourself, yeah. and you're asking yourself, like, wait, is there something wrong with me? You know, mm-hmm. like why am I attracted to this? Yeah. Why, why do I keep doing this? You know, I think that's the first step. Yeah. Because. Most people don't think that far, you know, they just go with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with me, and I used to think that there was, but there isn't. And I, that was something that was, like, a a very profound, um, fact that I learned, and, like, I don't think there's wrong with anything, anyone else, honestly. Um, it's just, we have our preferences, and we have different ways of acting, different behaviors, and I do have toxic behaviors at times, and energies, too, and, um... Yeah, just try to soften that and really invite someone who is 
good for me and for them, you know. And they'll come along. They will. When you're not looking, you know. Yeah, and I hope soon because I'm fucking sick of waiting and I'm like about to kill myself. I'm just like, I can't fucking. And it seems like when you're looking for it, that's when like. It doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah, You know. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, you you go, you go. I was just going to say, there's always some motherfucker that comes along. Like, every single month, I always get like one or two guys that come along that try to pursue me. It's like all the time. It's like clockwork. Yeah. There's a guy that I met. He's a travel nurse. Um, there was so I wrote this list of five things that I would only accept, and it was physical, mental, spiritual health. That's like one category. They have to be healthy. They have to live a healthy lifestyle. They be fun and adventurous. They have to have like a career that's passion. Like pretty much, you gotta make bank because I make bank. It's like right. I gotta you know have a matched energy. Be can't be, yeah, I gotta be with someone who has a healthy relationship with their finances and money in general. It's like. I can't stand when people talk about how much they're worried about money or how cheap they are. I'm like, that's not my problem that you're whack, okay? Right. <laughs> like, get away from me. Not yeah. saying, you know, it's like I used to have a really unhealthy relationship with money, but I'm growing and I'm changing that relationship and the way I look at money. It's becoming very dynamic. And, yeah, it's like I'd like to continue, like, similar energy, you know. It's just yeah. allowing people to be who they are without me feeling like a judgment, you know. Mm-hmm. But those are, like... Some specific, I don't remember what the other thing I wrote, but those are specific things that, like, I will only accept. Like, if you don't meet any of, like, these five, because I meet all of those five, you know, if someone can't match that, it's like, then you can't fucking match me. You're going to yep. get jealous. You're going to get insecure. Because yep. I'm totally a powerful fair. woman, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, there's things, yeah, in society I am, you know, inside and, like, energetically. Oh, yeah. And then if the guy's insecure, psh, yeah, not going to worry. Yeah. And... Yeah, it, it happens. It is what it is. And someone will come up. It always does, you know. But Especially I'm... the insecure guys that date a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. And they're super jealous. It's like, bro, you can't be jealous I know. if you date a pretty girl. Bro. I actually like when a guy's jealous. I mean, yeah. It I like it. I'm like, wanted. yeah. I'm just like, oh, jealous. Like, you want to be possessive for me? I'm like, go ahead like, and try. <laughs> like, when a girl is jealous, like, it, I kind of like it because yeah. it makes me feel more wanted. It's kind of well, like a It's fun, annoying sometimes. It like. is sometimes when it's like a excessive, but it's kind of fun when they're like I honestly love when someone like texts and calls me constantly. I'm just like, what is like what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. And that's toxic, you know? Yeah. But it's that that, that mouse and cat game, you know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like how you make it like a fun and healthy way. I know. That's the balance. Yeah. That's yeah. Finding that balance. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Sophia talks about another toxic thing, but it's kind of valid. It is pretty valid, especially if you're in a relationship and you're not in a poly relationship. And you, sus- you have pretty specific suspect- suspect- suspicions, excuse me, uh, you know, switching languages. You're like, what language am I speaking? Uh-huh. I don't know. No. Um, but when you have a suspicion that your, your man or your girl is cheating on you, they say to create an Instagram account. And message yourself. Message your Instagram and say, your boyfriend or your girlfriend's name be like, is cheating on you with me. And you can show it to your your man or your woman and be like, who the fuck is this? And so Sophia's example was that she did this because she they were talking about, you know, toxic things to do in a relationship. Not specifically toxic things to do in a relationship, but it was toxic what they're talking about. But it's pretty valid. And Sophia got her boyfriend to confess that he was cheating. Oh, and it wasn't shit. even with the girl that she said it, who it was, who she suspected it with. Holy but shit. But he confessed. That's smart. Yeah, so 
I mean, if you're in a relationship and I don't know, it's I'm learning about conscious relationships. In conscious relationships, that wouldn't happen. You'd be open and talking. The next relationship I'm in, honestly, I'd be like, I am gonna be as faithful to you as possible, and I want you to do the same thing to me, and I want you know to have us open up open communication and for us to be safe with our health. But if something like a beautiful opportunity comes up, um, and you fuck someone else. And it's like, it was such an amazing, beautiful thing. Please like immediately tell me. And like, I won't be, I won't be mad. Like I will be hurt a little bit, but I'd rather you tell me like immediately. Yes. Yeah. Because then we can deal with that in like a healthy healing way. You know? Yeah. I think that's valid. That's true. Because, you know, there is like one person that I would totally fuck. And it's like... If that opportunity came up, I feel like oh, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Gotta <fun>. go. <laughs> like, for me, it depends. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're dating, like, if she cheats, like, yeah, I'll be mad. Like, maybe we could recover. But if I'm like in love with her, like this is my girl, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna marry her. If she cheats on me, I'm ghosting her. What about you? That's that's not healthy. But th- this <laughs> I'm is ghosting her. This is but if why. you love her, if you love her, that's not the way to deal with it. This is why. Okay. I think it's worse when women cheat. And I know it sounds sexist, right? No, it's not because women do it. It's emotional. Exactly. Yeah. Like us Most guys, of the time. Not all the time, though. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, even there's some guys that are more emotional. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just in general, like, us guys, like, when it's sex, like, it's sex. Like, it's more, like, animalistic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just sex, right? Like, yeah. sometimes you don't even have to be really into the person. You just have sex with them, right? Yeah. But most women, like, sex is emotional to them. Like, mm-hmm. they actually like the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most so, times. Not all the time, yeah. but most times, mm-hmm. yes. Most of the time. So, if my girl cheats on me with a guy, i am be like, well, you actually fucking like that guy. Like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I wouldn't be able to, like, trust her. But, like, if I wasn't in love with her, like, you know, we, we'd, we'd get past that. But if I'm going to marry her and stuff, and she's my girl, and she cheats, nah. But have you dealt with that yet? Not a girl I'm in love with, no. Then how do you know that's how you would react? That's, like, your plan at the moment to prevent something or to, yeah. to deal with a future event that hasn't happened? Yeah. That, that makes no sense. That's anxiety for you. <laughs> <laughs> you worry about things that haven't happened. <laughs> A healthy way to deal with that, I mean, honestly, don't take a relationship advice from me because I don't have a, a, a track record of healthy relationships, honestly. Same. <laughs> I've only had two boyfriends in my life, and I'm fucking 32, so it's like that. But, I mean, I was, granted, I was in, a, like, a 10-year relationship. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, if that was, like, reversed, for if I dealt with that, I would... Um, I don't know what I would do. I don't think I would ghost them, though. But I would, like, want to talk about it. But I'd also be... If they, you know, immediately came to me, I'd be like, okay, well, um, let's see how we can work this out. Or you can move on because there's 8 billion people in the world. You know, you can just be like, I love you. That's awesome. I hope you had a great time. But I'm moving all of your stuff out on the street immediately. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> no, I know. my The man I was with for 10 years, I, it was never confirmed, but... There was so many signs that he cheated and that he was cheating. Like, I found three separate times him texting. Like, and it wasn't even that I was looking through his phone. Like, I was, it was literally, like, a totally uh, trusting relationship that I felt. 
And, like, I wouldn't care if he went in my phone, and he didn't care if I went in his phone. Like, I was getting something mm-hmm. in his phone, and I don't, I don't even know what the situation was. But, and I think one of the times was his sister found it. His sister found the text message. She's like, look, look what he's doing. And there was, it was three separate girls, and then there were so many nights where he didn't come home. What? Yeah. What was his, his, his excuse? He was just out drinking with friends. And he didn't come home? Yeah. I don't know, it's kind of sus. Yeah. And there was this one night where I couldn't find him for hours, and it was like six or seven in the morning, and I was like, I woke up with his family, and I was like, I don't know where he is. And that was, you know, that happened a lot, but I think that was like one of the first times. And he was so drunk and passed out. He passed out and blacked out under the bed. <laughs> crawled under the bed like a fucking animal. What the fuck? And then like hours later, I hear him like, Yes, he got. Yes, he got. <laughs> Yo, you're tripping. I was like, what is that? And he was like, he told me, he's like, he's still in love with that coma. He told me he was under the bed. And I was like, what the fuck? And the reason why I was so scared and actually went looking for him is because his car was parked at the house. Oh. And I couldn't find him. I'm like, what happened? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if he got arrested or what happened, but he was fucking under the bed. <laughs> and I don't know if he was, like, fucking, but he was under the bed. Um, but, yeah, it was never... Con- yeah, anyways, it was my past. It's the past. I'm going to leave it in the past. It's like how to yeah. discuss more things in a conscious light and more present mode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of reach towards. Okay. So, I wrote, the toxic behavior of Call Her Daddy, that what they talk about, is a dopamine release. Like, that cat-mouse game mm-hmm. is so much fun because it releases dopamine. And if you do it in a healthy way, you know, say, like, you chase each other around, or maybe you, like, make up a game to try to find each other throughout the city, through any city that you're Oh, in. that's crazy. That would be fun. Like, you leave clues. And that's crazy. Like, I was thinking about, because here we have Hotel Congress, like, how cool would it be to, like, make a clue... For Hotel Congress, so that they find you at Hotel Congress, and then you get like a piece of cake, and then you run off, because they have the Cup Cafe that's that has like delicious cake of all kinds. You eat it together, and then you go run off, leave another clue somewhere else, and or he does that. You you guys just chase each other around. That's the city. pretty cool. That'd be super fun. Nice. Yeah. That's smart. It just an idea that came up to me. Um, yeah. So. There was a story. So the reason for the title, I noticed that I cut off a lot of things that I say before I fully explain myself, and I'm trying (laughs) to change that. The title of the show, Sex Tape and Cucumber Time. So the cucumber time is coming now. Nice. (laughs) Sophia and Alex, they go to this party. They live in New York City. So there's all these, you know, exclusive crazy parties. They got invited to this, like, millionaire thing some kind of party thing and um he was saying to some girls yeah i'll take you shopping let's go out shopping this day i'll take you shopping whatever blah blah blah. and this guy that was throwing the party told the girl he said i will take you shopping for anything however much i don't know if it was for anything or however much but it was like a big shopping deal he said if you let me fuck you with a cucumber what yeah so this it was this group of girls at this guy's like mansion in this house and um so i'm gonna stop right there because i listen when i write my notes out for these episodes i listen to these videos the episodes in high speed so i can always catch all the details <laughs> like, right? like 
watering my garden. I'm like playing with my chickens and like listening to the song, like writing notes at the same time. <laughs> so I don't catch all the details. So if I say something that wasn't in the episode, like as it happened, that didn't happen, you know, it's because I'm fucking doodle. Play with my goddamn chickens. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> but okay, so this group of girls, you know, it's like all preppy girls. I, you know, I, from what they described, and they all go to the store like to Safeway or something. And they all go to, like, their, the fruit section. They're like, we got to get it organic. got to make sure it's big. And they, like, pick out this huge cucumber. And um, the guy was like, oh, I want to put a condom on it. So they bought condom. They are like, searching for condoms, too. And they got cucumbers and condoms. And this girl was, like, so about it, about getting fucked by a cucumber. I mean, like, I would be down. So I was like, I'm going to take you on, like, shopping street for thousands of dollars. Be like, damn. Dude, fuck me with a cucumber. I don't, I mean, I, I would do it. Would, Shit, why not? Would you do it? Yeah. You would like, take a cucumber. Like, fuck me in the ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> With the condom and cucumber. No. It'd, be, it'd have to be those little ones. <laughs> the baby cucumber. <laughs> this cucumber hasn't fully grown. <laughs> I actually planted cucumbers in my garden. So nice. currently growing. They haven't sprouted yet. Don't get any well. ideas. Like. <laughs> you know what? Let's <laughs> keep this between us. All right, all right. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I didn't even think about it. I mean, I planted them, and this episode just came up in terms of my life. You know, this yeah, Coincidence, <laughs> for sure. You know, this episode was recorded years ago, but um, I didn't listen to it before. I planted those cucumbers. So I didn't think about that. But anyways, so they this girl gets so ready, and she, like, lays on this table and, like, spreads her wing. She's like, come on, let's go. And he, like, puts a, a condom on the cucumber. And she's, you know, all about it. And he starts fucking her the cucumber. And she's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. And everyone's recording. So they just have this recording. Oh, shit. Another sex tape of something scandalous. But this time with a cucumber. And I don't know how her shopping spree went, but it probably was great. Yeah. (laughs) Happy ending. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would probably do something like that at a party that I would throw. What if they record, though? That's what they did. Or like if you had a party and did that. And recorded it? Yeah. I'd be like, everyone delete everything. Right? No, I know. I'd be like, you can't record this shit. Yeah. Like, I Everybody don't think, put their phones away. I don't think I would do it, but I have friends who would do it. Nice. Yeah. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you're not, but... <laughs> <laughs> that is something that I would probably coordinate to do. I'd be like, listen, guys, we got it. We got it. Uh, no. <laughs> like, everybody put their phones in the middle of the table? This is what's happening. Someone's getting fucked by a cucumber. Like that, everyone pick a piece of paper. Be like, who is it? Whoever picks piece of paper with the cucumber drawn on it, be like, it's you. My it's bad. Pickle Rick drawn. <laughs> yes. Okay. Questions. The last part of the episode, they always do with questions. They always say it in a French accent. Questions. I love it. It sounds, yeah. like, it sounds like croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Watch out, you almost made me spill my croissant. <laughs> Do you remember? Okay, there was a, a vine where it was like a guy that was walking down the stairs or something. And he had a plate with a croissant on it. And someone like pushed him and he's like, Oh, you made me drop my croissant. <laughs> I would say that too because if I had a croissant and someone made me drop, yeah, if I almost dropped it. Little croissants. Yeah, me too. They're good. You're French. <laughs> okay, so uh, first question was about sex tapes and just being careful, like how to be careful with sex tapes. Just. You know, when you're in a romantic relationship, you just gotta, you know, they say pretty much to be suspicious of everyone, which is true in the unconscious world. But in the conscious world, you ain't gotta worry about shit. 
Because mm-hmm. nothing matters. Right? We're all going to die. Buddha, the Buddha has it all. <laughs> Jesus knows it all. We're all going to die. It doesn't matter. Yes. Which is very true. But they say to, you know, text everyone they've ever made a sex tape with it. Ask them to delete it. <laughs> Nice. No, like they did that, but um, you know, I made a sex tape with uh, how many people? Not very many people, but like the last guy that I saw in New York City, he has like, like several nudes of me, several fucking videos of me, and I didn't even ask him to delete it. And if he didn't delete it, then um, I think he's suffering inside because I ghosted him pretty much. I didn't Damn. ghost him, but I, I, well, you know what. I didn't ghost him, but I told him I was moving from New York City, and he was like, blah, blah, blah. and then I just like ghosted him. I just blocked him after that. Just like that, boom. Uh, it was like I'm not dealing with your fucking unconscious bullshit anymore. You're fucking whack as hell. Um, but if he still has it uh, and still watches it, then that's on him. And if he does something with it, honestly, that would be ridiculous. But mm-hmm. I, I could sue him. Yeah. So yep. it's like, that's no problem. I'm like, I have the money to hire a lawyer. I can fucking <laughs> sue him. Yep. Um, but if, you know, if he deleted it, that's cool too, you know. Um, and I think about, like, because when I was six, when I was like, yeah, 16, there was this older man who, we, you know, like, pressured me to give him nudes. And, like, I really didn't want to do it. But I did it because I was very, very insecure. Then. Oh, damn. And I wanted his attention and just a very insecure thing. But that was... Mm-hmm. That was like 15 years ago. And those photos probably do not exist anymore because technology isn't the way it is now. Yeah. You know, true. and it's like over time you lose shit. Like yep. that stuff doesn't matter. It's like what you, um, how you symbolize something or how you categorize something. It's like it doesn't, it's not good or bad. It's not bad. You shouldn't feel bad about yourself. If someone does something like that to you because they cross your boundary and it's on them. Yeah. And like you didn't have that agreement between each other to, to distribute that information. Mm-hmm. It's like if you have a nude of someone, just keep it to yourself. And yes. if you're not with them anymore, I would honestly delete it. But if it's like a bomb ass nude, just keep it yourself. Yeah, honestly, if a girl trusts you mm-hmm. enough to send you a nude, like I mean, I know there's girls that send it like nothing, but yeah. you know, most you know, it's especially like you know, a lot of people are insecure. Mm-hmm. So if you show them your body, you're like, hey, this is me. You put everything out there. So if a girl trusts you enough to send you news and stuff like that or let you record her and you share it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it's because you're... The reason why people do that against someone else's boundaries because they hate themselves and they feel very insecure and they, you know, they could say it's like, oh, I'm not insecure. I don't feel bad about myself. And it's like, no, you really do inside. No true, conscious, good-feeling person would do that. Mm -hmm. So, moving on. So the, the question was... It was more like a story. There was always like mixed with stories and questions. It was this girl who talked about her first time giving a blowjob and how when she she did it, she literally grabbed the guy's wiener. I always say wiener. She grabbed his dick. She blew on it. Wait, like like candles? <laughs> no yeah. way, no. And it's such a cute story because she was so innocent. And, you know, it's like blowjob. It's like, why isn't it suck job or lick job, you know? <laughs> that, that's true. It's very true. Does she make a witch? Who knows? Maybe she did. She's blowing out the candle. <laughs> what if the girl do that to you? Um, I'd be like, you know what you're doing? <laughs> 
I think I'm gonna do that to the next guy. Do that to be like, I've never done this before. I'm a virgin. Just to see his reaction. <laughs> Maybe we'll see how it goes. He's like, uh. He's like, I'm like, you like that? Imagine he's like, oh yeah, he's all going along with it. So you, don't, you don't feel bad. <laughs> you know, I have the power and ability to when I throw farts that I can make it just like like you're blowing something like that. What? <laughs> So I think that if I do get the opportunity and a rise of gas feeling to pass, then I'll just bend over, throw my cheeks, and then just let the air come out of my butt onto their penis. See nice. how I like that? Like a little jetpack. <laughs> just kidding, I'm not going to do that. It's a little weird. <laughs> okay, so butt stuff. Someone was asking for butt stuff. What do you do if someone gets a little poop on you? Well, you just clean it up. Yeah, so that happened to me. Okay. Like, I done butt stuff with this girl one time. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I've learned a lot since then. Yeah. And um, so she was a white girl. She wanted me to do her in the butt. And um, I was young. And so I wore a condom. And, like, every time I stroke, like, every thrust, you could see a little brown ring. It was, like, gushy and gushier. Yeah. But now, like, if a girl wanted to do it, I'd be like, all right. So it was like a... Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) So you're saying it was like a brown ring around the condom. Yeah. Was it thick? No. It wasn't like a fudge. It was like real light, but you could see it. You're like... Like, like, ring, ring, ring. (laughs) It happens. You know... For me, honestly, to prepare for anal sex, like, I I won't really do anal sex because, you know, it it can damage things. It's like an outlet. It's yeah. not an input. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not self-lubricating. No. Make sure, okay, make sure, if you want to prep, make sure you've done your, your business for the day, okay? Um, just trying to, I don't know. Some people don't even know their cycle, or not their cycle, but not their period cycle, but their routine. Yeah. Just know that. Know that you're fully empty. You know, don't eat a lot of fiber that day. (laughs) Minimize your fiber for that anal sex day. And um, you can give yourself an enema. This is something that I learned from my friend who's gay that told me how they prepare for anal sex. And they do like an enema before. And so it cleans their, their butt out. And um, there was one more thing they told me. I completely forgot what it was. But just making sure that you have the right lube. Like not really, I feel like water-based lube isn't the best for anal sex. But just like a good lube that will make get the job done right. Nice. And um, yeah, just be careful. Go slow. Nice and easy. Yeah. yeah. What if it's a 10-inch cock? You could still take it because the <laughs> anal canal is, your, okay, your intestines are like thirty inches, uh, thir- not thirty inches, geez, thirty fucking feet. Okay, your intestines are long, and your anal canal is like probably five to seven inches, depending on your anatomical structure. So your anal canal can take a dick. It's like can the dick curve? When it, because when the intestines, when the anal canal does curve, it goes to your colon. Like, does it curve with the colon? Damn. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You just gotta be slow. 
And, you know, I think anal sex is great, but I just don't th- see the after effects as beneficial. Yeah. Because I feel like it's damaging. Yeah. Or just like my butt is very special. Plus the next day, I cannot control my farts. It's like, if I'm going to fart, <laughs> it's coming out. I cannot hold it in. And if I'm at work, and I got like a patient there, and, you know, something, you know, slips out of me, man. Fuck. You're like, my apologies. This is not professional, but I just had anal sex. <laughs> It happens, it happens. Yeah, so it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> what if you wear a butt plug the next day? Hmm, I don't know. Holding your farts. I don't think it would hold your farts. I think it would just make even a louder fart. <laughs> <laughs> make it so painful. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. Um, so this girl, it, here's another story. It wasn't a question. It was another fucking story, okay? So this girl was hooking up with some guy or giving him a blowjob. And he starts coming, he comes, and then he starts peeing. And it's like in this girl's mouth. So her what? mouth is like chipmunk mouth filled with pee and cum. Oh, what the fuck? Can you pee after you ejaculate? Not immediately like that. Because like... That's, that's weird. Yeah, that's... That's physiologically strange. Yeah, because usually like, it like shuts off the valve, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude, we've been recording for almost two hours. Holy it's one thirty. Do you have to do the... Re- uh, 2.30. Okay, perfect. I'm almost done. <gasps> Fuck! Damn, dude, we've been talking a long time. Okay, so um, we already talked about the, the using IG to get your boyfriend to tell him about the cheating. That's smart. Okay, yeah, that was the, the last thing I was going to talk about. But that wraps up for this was a long ass fucking episode. I didn't even fucking realize I should. I need to get a goddamn timer. My bad. I got a lot of shit to talk about. No worries. It's fun, man. Yeah, it's we had fun. Okay, cool. Uh, next time, guys, on Call Her Daddy Pan Club, we'll have another guest and another topic and more spiritual things to talk about. Love you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Joey. All right. Peace. Bye.